0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. It is summertime and the plague is back. Sure, there's monkey pox to worry about. Sure, there's West Nile virus to worry about. Sure, there's COVID-19 to worry about. But it's just the plague that's back. And it's back in Colorado, where it normally shows up in. Now cases have been confirmed in animals and fleas in six counties in Colorado, including now they're saying sadly that a 10 year old girl passed away earlier this month after suffering plague like symptoms. So yes, the disease is back. Now humans typically get the plague from fleas carrying the plague bacterium or by handling infected animals. Oh. Is that it? Yeah. Symptoms include sudden fever, headache, chills, weakness, as well as painful lymph nodes. Uh, You don't want the plague. And there is no vaccine for the disease, but it can be treated with antibiotics if it's detected early enough. So if you're in that neck of the woods, those six counties, I would say the entire state of Colorado, but those six counties in Colorado, you should take certain precautions in areas where plague is present, including avoiding directly handling wildlife and keeping pets away from wildlife, especially dead rodents and rabbits. That's it though. That's it though. Just, just the plague is back (laughs) good times good good times welcome welcome to chewing the fat (music) we know that uh free speech is you know being chipped away at right the little things we can and can't say oh you can't call that person that oh you can't call this person that Uh, you can't do that oh that person doesn't like that so you can't say that And especially on social media. Uh, More and more, your speech on social media, your thoughts on social media, are being eh, hindered, hampered, due to algorithms. And they're keeping things down. And if you say the wrong things that the algorithm doesn't like, then we're going to cancel you. And we know that this administration... Uh, You know, wants to cancel you on all platforms if one platform decides what you say isn't quite right. (laughs) And now we're getting uh, legislation that's been introduced by Senator Amy Klobuchar, a Democrat from Minnesota. And she wants to hold platforms like Facebook and YouTube liable for promoting health-related misinformation. Oh. Oh. Okay, so the Health Misinformation Act, co-sponsored by Senate Commerce Communications Subcommittee Chairman Ben Ray Lujan, uh, he would create an exception for websites' current liability protection for user-posted content when the sites promote posts containing health-related misinformation during a public health emergency. So I guess, are we in a continual public health emergency? I think we are. Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act provides websites with broad legal immunity from liability for content posted by their users. We've talked about that before. That's what they use to say, hey, uh, we, you can't sue us. It's the, it's the people uh, that are using our platform that are saying it, not us. However, Uh, That would be great if they actually lived by that. If they lived by, hey, we're a private company, people can say what they want. No, they have algorithms set up because they're trying to help take down your thought. No, no, you can't say that. Oh, no, that's not nice. You can't say that. So the Klobuchar bill is going to carve out an exception to that law for health misinformation that gets algorithmically promoted. I like that. I like that. So if you get algorithmically promoted, oh yeah, no, then now you could go after the platforms for allowing that speech on their platform. Wow. So I don't know that they've actually defined health misinformation yet. I guess that's like porn. You know it when you see it. So they want the health and human services to come up with guidelines to determine what qualifies as health misinformation. So that's good. We'll get the health and human services to let us know what we can and cannot say and what's misinformation and what's not. It will be interesting to see what happens if they've decided that something is misinformation and then it's found out that, oh, you know what? That's not misinformation anymore. Uh, That's actually true. I mean, we had that with the lab leak theory, right? The, it was algorithm algorithmically uh cut because you can't talk about the you know the virus being a leak from the lab. Well, you know what? Yeah, we can now. It's okay. Then we had the uh, Russian hoax theory. Uh we had the uh, Russian bounties on American soldiers. Oh my gosh, yes, Hunter's laptop. So those are those are things that we've decided were misinformation and were algorithmically cut so that people couldn't uh, see the story or had to actually go out of their way and hunt for that story, not on the social media accounts. And now, well, you know what? It's okay now. So if you got the ax on one of the social platforms because you were spreading misinformation and now it's decided that what you were spreading isn't misinformation, do you get to come back? Have they decided that, well, you know what? Yeah, you can come back no i don't think that's going to happen and we i mean we need to we need to fight the free speech i am all for saying whatever the heck you want to say when you want to say it i know for years we've had the words we couldn't say on radio which i hated uh i really do I, i just despise the word police i live by it i know and we all live by it we all walk down the road of you know you can't say that anymore those are words you can't say anymore. I get it. And thanks to the, you know, the LGBTQIA plus two community, we've got things that you can't say anymore and only they can say it's, I wish that we would all just fight for free speech. Just say what you want. Just say it. If I don't like what you say, I, I'll move on or we'll talk about it. We'll argue about it. We'll say, oh, that's wrong. I don't, I think that's wrong. No, it's not. Yes, it is. But we'll do it. Between, between us, I don't need the government involved. And I would hope that, you know, the majority of people believe that. But then when I see all the videos of the man on the street videos, the interviews, and I think, oh no, that's what those people on the street are actually thinking and believing and knowing which isn't much like this particular video man on the street video is a part of the libs of tick tock post on Twitter and it's 45 seconds and it will maybe help you realize that we quite possibly could be doomed. What year did America declare its independence? Girl. July first, 1989. Oh, what God. year did Christopher Columbus discover the Americas? Love Christopher, don't know. I mean, I'm done. <laughs> Christopher, was it don't 1976? How many was years it? make up a century? Isn't it a thousand? Oh, what year Lord. was George W. Bush elected president? Yeah. Oh, the 1800s. I'm assuming. Yeah, you're assuming. <laughs> yeah. No. He was the last president of the 1990s. 1990s. Oh, darn. Who was that? Uh, I actually have no idea. Nixon? What year was Barack Obama elected president? I don't even know. What century are we currently living in? (laughs) Let's just go 50th century. Yeah, let's just go with the 50th century, you know. So, after hearing those and watching those, uh, you may think to yourself, we are doomed. Now, the flip side is that this is just a, you know, there's just, just a handful of people that are this dumb and that, uh, they are picking and choosing who they're posting on the video and all the people that had the right answer, they're not posting and they don't want people to see that because this is funny it's not funny anymore. That's not funny. And these people are not following the chewing the fat rule. And I want to remind you of the chewing the fat rule. Okay. You're not going to know the answer to every question when you get asked on the street. You just aren't. There's going to be questions that you go, "Eh, I don't know. And then you're going to end up being the. You know, being on the thread of the stupid people when you say, I don't know, and you make a joke (laughs) like the George W. Bush in the 1800s, uh, you know, I'm guessing. Yeah, no. So here's here's a good rule of thumb that you need to follow. Okay. All right. Just because someone puts a camera and a microphone in front of you doesn't mean you have to answer. You could be the person that makes the video thread of, yeah, no, I don't want to answer. I don't have time. Take care, thanks. But because most people, you know, you put a microphone in front of them and they want to talk. They feel like they've got to talk. They've got to answer. They've got to prove. You don't have to. You don't have to. But if you do, please do not confirm what many of us think about where we're headed in this country. Okay, please, for the love of everything that is holy, do not confirm what many of us believe is happening in this country right now. Okay, Uh, did you know, did you realize that uh, the Surfside Rescue mission or, you know, mission is still going on according to Miami Dade Dade Police Department um, as of the 21st of July, a couple days ago, today is the 23rd. For those of you listening live of July, 2021, 97 victims have been identified, including 96 victims recovered from the collapse and one victim who passed away in the hospital and 97 families have been notified. 242 people are accounted for and 97 missing persons reports were opened with the Miami-Dade police department. Okay. (sighs) Wow. That is still going on now. A jury, I mean not a jury, a judge. <laughs> wow, I wouldn't think of it. <laughs> that would just be dumb to think that a jury already awarded money. <laughs> oh, stupid! Uh, that was a judge awarded a uh, one hundred and fifty million dollars already to the victims of the Florida condo collapse. Wow. Uh, that's already this and there's B. this is being touted as the initial compensation. Wow. Now he claims that according to this, fifty million was for insurance on the Champlain Towers and at least a hundred million of the proceeds from the sale of the property at a hearing on Wednesday. Wow, okay, so the court's concern, according to the judge has always been the victims. And that visitors and renters are included in the settlement, not just the condo owners. Plus, I mean, I would uh, venture to say what happens to, I just read a story about a lady who had just moved to Florida and had moved to one of the penthouses, one of the uh, uh, condos at Surfside. She was not married. She had no children. And she, you know, is gone. What, uh, what is, how does that, how does that work? I mean, I guess how it works is if she owed anybody any money, uh, that's taken care of, right? Because we talked about that before that, uh, who's going to pay for all that? I mean, if all the stuff that these people were purchased, had purchased or that they had owed or whatever, I mean, that's a lot of money still out there. I mean, somebody's going to want their money. I don't know where those hundred and fifty million come from, but, uh, I guess it comes from the state and that's what you, you know, you'd be happy and that's what you get and have a nice day. Take what we give you. I guess if this is the initial, uh, downpouring of money, that there'll be a whole lot more. They claim that 272 families have received services through the Family Assistance Center now. Uh, they also. Have cleared out another building uh, in Surfside. Uh, this building about six blocks away from uh the Champlain Towers, Regent Palace condominium. They hired a, an engineering firm before the collapse of the Champlain Towers, and they just got the review back a couple of weeks ago, and the city said, get out. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, your building was constructed 70 years ago. Immediate action is needed. Shoring up all the damaged columns needs to happen right now. Do not wait for building permits. It's imperative that you act immediately without delay. And you, by the way, get out. Uh, You can't live here anymore. So, and we're probably just going to sell it and knock it down and build a new building. Oh, okay. Yeah. According to the condominium association president, I think we're doing what's necessary to protect the people in the property. Okay. Uh, no problem then we'll just find a new place to live. Okay. All right. It's all for your safety. It's all for your safety. Remember that. Remember that. Remember that uh, misinformation on health is all for your safety. If You you can't say that. If you're living in a building and it looks like it's got a couple extra cracks in it, get out. Move on with your life. Never mind that you were living there and you've got all your stuff there. Get out. Get out. We're going to knock it down and we're going to build a new building and you're not going to be able to come back to the new building. Well, sure, you can come back to the new building, but <laughs> you have to pay a lot more money. I mean, what happens to these people? I just... I. I don't know. do. I want the building to fall down. No. Do I think it's going to fall down? I don't know. I don't know. You know, there's, I listened to an interview, uh, with a guy talking about a bio coded directed energy, bio coded directed energy. All right. And I thought, wow, that's That's kind of strange. I mean, that's focused energy. I've kind of heard about it before where they use lasers and microwaves and particle beams, but according to what I heard an interview on about, uh, directed energy weapons, that that's being used by our enemies. And I saw some guy post. A story on Instagram or TikTok or one of the social media sites—probably <laughs> misinformation. Uh, which I could—I listened to, and I probably shouldn't have listened to it. I probably hoped that somebody would have just cut him off because uh, now it's in my head, and I believe everything I read or see. um, Algorithmically, I saw this, and he's talking about how the Surfside building was taken down because of a directed energy weapon. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Now I heard an interview about a guy talking about the directed energy weapons being used on humans. And he was saying that if they have your DNA, then they could use these directed energy weapons on humans. So good times, good, good times. You know what I want to direct right now? I want to direct my energy on something cold to drink. So let's go to the break room and get something. Cool to drink, okay. Oh, there it is right there. All right. So let's say you own a, a pool. You have a pool at the house, right? And you go to a uh, doctor's appointment. You're 69 years old and you live in Florida, of course, you know, because you have a pool. And you, you can't have a pool in another state, Jeff? Yeah, no. Only Florida is allowed to have pools, okay? So he goes to a doctor's appointment. When he comes back from the doctor's appointment, there's a naked lady swimming in his pool. Now, what do you do? If you're James Clark in Florida, what do you do? You come home to your Port Charlotte home and you see a naked woman in your pool. What do you do? I'll let you think about that for a moment. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I thought, but no, James calls the police and the police come and they struggle because she doesn't want to get out of the pool and they try to handcuff her and they arrested her and charged her with trespassing and resisting without violence. I'm really sick. I got to tell you, no one supports the police more than chewing the fat, but I'm really tired of seeing people charged with this resisting charge. This one is resisting without violence. Others are resisting with violence, resisting. There was a whole, there's a laundry list of different resistings that people are getting arrested for. I don't like it. If you struggle at all, I mean, if you just say, come on, and that's resisting. Uh, That pushes my button a little bit, but that's okay. I get it. I get it. Don't look at me like that. I got it. No one supports the police more than me. So if I'm James Clark, now if this lady apparently lives a couple of miles away from James's house, so it's not a neighbor, you know, it's not someone that, he didn't know her, apparently. Apparently he didn't know her. Uh, There's no report on whether, you know, James' wife was there, so he had to pretend like he didn't know her and have her arrested. <laughs> or if his, uh, or if his husband was home and he had to pretend like he didn't know her and have her arrested. But I mean, it is kind of strange that you just pick somebody's house to go swimming in uh, naked. so it probably would say that she has some other issues going on, whether it's uh, you know pharmaceutical related or non-pharmaceutical related, but there's other issues going on. I just want to say, I want to go on record that if I came home, if I had a pool and I don't, not anymore, I miss having a pool though, but I don't have one. Uh, if I came home and there was a naked woman swimming in my pool, I don't think I would call the police. In fact, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I wouldn't call the police there there. So you're safe. If I ever have a pool and you're a female and you want to get naked and jump in my pool and you don't live at my house. You go right ahead. Hey, did you see where uh, HBO added 2.4 million subscribers in the U.S. last quarter? I'm sorry, HBO Max. It's all under the same umbrella. But HBO Max specifically added 2.4 million subscribers in the U.S. last quarter. Remember, Netflix lost 430,000 in the U.S. and Canada. So a lot of those are headed over to HBO Max. And they're creating some great content. Netflix is, you know, they've still got some really good content. And I'm not necessarily opposed to Netflix yet. But HBO Max is definitely uh, creating some some excellent content and well worth the subscription. I think we get it through Hulu. So it's another subscription. I'm really uh, just agonizing. Hey, speaking of uh, subscriptions, um, if you are listening to this show right now and you are not a subscriber to it, What are you doing with your life? Please become a subscriber. It's free. Just choose a platform of your choice, whatever one you're you know, like if you're listening to it right now and you're whatever platform you're listening to it on, you're sneaking it on from your neighbors or your or your friends, just you can, you know, go ahead and subscribe on that platform or you can say, I don't really like this platform. I like the other one. So use that one and subscribe to Chewing the Fat, okay? And you have a YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat, with Jeff Fisher. Uh, you got the Twitter at Jeffy Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher radio, and then you're good. You're covered right down to the wire. Okay. I got an email, uh, you can always email me. Uh, if you have information or uh, want to ask me a question or want to give, give me information. Uh, you can email chewing the fat at the I got an email from Jay who talked about one of the things that he used to do, <laughs> I don't know what brought this story on. Oh, he said in the email that we were, I was talking about the story of, uh, uh, packaging and I don't know, I guess, you know, the size of packages and we were talking about it on Pat unleashed this week, the, how companies are, you know, downsizing their packages and you're paying the same price for it. And that's been going on for a while and it's becoming more and more prevalent And a lot of those companies, um, for a long time, kept the same packaging. Just the innards were smaller. So on the box, the box took up the same shelf space. But inside, it wasn't 16 ounces anymore. It was, you know, 12 ounces. And it's just, you know, and they're charging you the same price. Well, Jay was reminded of what happened, what they used to do in college to a friend of theirs, which, I'm uh, okay, I like it. Uh, He said that uh, they had a really annoying roommate. So, periodically, they would open his new package of Pop-Tarts, remove and enjoy one of the silver sleeves of goodness. (laughs) That's his description, not mine. Uh, Although, I don't necessarily disagree with the silver sleeves of goodness from the inside. Then they would glue the box lid back down. He would get pissed and rant about quality control with Kellogg's call the quality control number and they would send them a coupon for a replacement product. Nice. See now that what that started with, and that actually, I do remember what I was talking about with Kellogg's is that when I was working at, uh, Dixie a hundred years ago, as, uh, you know, one of, one of the stock boys, oh, I'm sorry, stock person, a shelf replenisher, we'd get a pallet of, Kellogg's Frosted Flakes and I just remember that it was Kellogg's Frosted Flakes and we'd get the pallet would be 10 cases of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes so in each case there's 12 boxes inside each case right so you've got with 10 cases on this pallet you've got 120 boxes that's what you're that's what you'd figure out that you would have to sell right well as a stock boy I'm opening up the boxes and filling up you know putting them up on the shelves but Every 10th case, in my uh, experience, had one box that had one less box of cereal in it. So really, there was only 119 boxes for the store to sell. Now, was that an accident? It could have been, absolutely. Was it a quality control issue and, you know, one box got, you know, one, uh, one run of 8 billion boxes had that happen? Sure. It's possible it was a mistake, but and you, you, I question it being a mistake because if you did that across the country, just, I mean, you are making a lot of money and as a stock boy, shelf replenisher, I don't care. That's one less box I got to put on the shelf. So I'm not reporting it. And if I were to report it, The Kellogg's rep at the company would replace it just like they did with the, uh, with the pop tarts, right? They don't want their angry customers and they're going to take care of you. They're going to send you a coupon. No problem. We're sorry. That's customer service. So, I mean, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for that company, man. And I'm not saying they did that on purpose. I'm just saying I I was always reminded of the story from, I think the seventies where this guy got angry at a garbage bag making company because the roll in the box didn't have what the box said. The box said, and I don't remember, I don't have it in front of me, but you know, let's just use an example of 200 garbage bags on the roll. And there were only, you know, 180 on the roll. You know how many, I mean, that, that's a lot of garbage bags being used. Uh, that's free money. Free money. Because I just, anyway, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Oh, one more thing about uh, food. Uh, Taco Bell has uh, posted a thing along the top of their website that says, sorry, if we can't feed your current crave due to transportation delays, We, we may be out of some items at your local restaurant. No, I will not hear of it. Stop it. Get those deliveries out there. Buy truckers. If you are a trucker and need a job, go work for Taco Bell. Get those. Look at that food delivered. I don't want to hear about transportation delays. And what does that mean? Is that the delivery from the warehouse to the Taco Bell stores? Or is that delivery from the manufacturers to the Taco Bell warehouse? The Taco Bell warehouse can get the stuff out to the stores. I I don't know where the problem is, but it better be fixed soon. I won't hear of it. looks like they're happening. The Olympics are underway. We had the, uh, <sighs> opening ceremonies today, but, uh, it was the first time the Olympics have been delayed. Remember, this is the Olympics that was supposed to happen last year and it's happening this year. And I thought for sure, I lost my shirt. I bet on it being canceled and it's not canceled they could still pull the plug and I'd be, you know, kind of half right. But I said it wasn't going to happen and it is. So I stand corrected, but, uh, I, I know that we still have the big Delta variant to worry about and they are really worried about it in Japan in Tokyo. I mean, they are spending, they have spent billions on getting ready for this and they're Their, you know, their, although their game plan includes masks, daily testing, temp checks, GPS monitoring for the athletes because vaccines aren't required to participate yet. Uh, They have 80% of the athletes have already been vaccinated. Public transportation off limits. There won't be any live fans. Oh. Okay, I know that 80% of the Japanese in one poll said they wanted the Olympics canceled or postponed because of COVID-19 concerns. They're worried that even this way, it's going to become a super spreader event. Okay, I mean, you've got gymnastics, swimming, track and field, but no fans, nothing. It's just going to be, you're going to be able to watch it uh, on one of the NBC platforms. All right, fine. You've got skateboarding this year. You've got surfing this year. You have karate. You've got rock climbing and nothing says the Olympics like more than rock climbing. Uh, you have uh, baseball and softball back. So, okay. I know the IOC is, you know, trying to, you know, attract new and younger viewers. I don't know that rock climbing will do it, but it could. It's very possible that it could, but we do. uh, The Olympics are on and this time they're pissed. I'll be fascinated to see if they actually do make it. The entire still hold true. When one country shows up and they test positive and if they're all there now, which I doubt because they kind of come and go, uh, between the times of their events. If they, if a country shows up or if they're there and then they all test positive, they show up, they test negative. They're in the Olympic village and then they all test positive. They are going to, uh, they're going to, they're going to pull the plug. They're still going to play the plug I know, I know. And you, I also, for those of you that are, uh, you know, big on, uh, women sports, the women's participation, 49%, 49% of the games, women's participation, the highest it's ever been. <laughs> yes, that's right. You heard me in 1900 when women made their Olympic debut, you know, when women were, you know, actually uh, disparaged on the planet and discriminated against, uh, 22 women participated out of the almost a 1,000 athletes in the 1900 Olympics. So congratulations to women. You're almost 50% of the athletes this year in the Summer Olympics. Congratulations. Anyway, I still think that uh, they could pull the plug and uh, I'd be half right. So as long as we're talking about sports and COVID, don't forget about the NFL, who now says that uh, if a non-vaccinated NFL player causes a game to be canceled, the infected team forfeits, takes a loss for the playoff seating, faces financial penalties, and possible additional sanctions if protocols have been violated. And both players don't get paid, or both teams don't get paid. Oh, okay good no problem but they're not mandating that you get vaccinated to play (laughs) oh okay all right no problem um did you see the story out of new jersey that mentioned 50 fully vaccinated residents have died from covid19 wait what yeah 50 fully vaccinated people have died from COVID-19. Now, a spokeswoman for the State Department of Health told the news outlet that all 49 people who died were almost, almost 50. I apologize. I don't want to spread misinformation. It's only 49 people, not 50. But they were all over 50. 30 were over 80 years old, 13 of them were between 65 and 79 years old, and 6 were between 50 and 64. Okay. All right. They were all over 50 and they all had pre-existing conditions. Okay. 17 of the people, boy, they are really trying to get over this. 17 people had cardiovascular disease, 9 had cancer or other conditions that compromised their immune systems, and 7 had diabetes okay, that's terrible. Others had chronic conditions in lungs, kidney, and liver. Yeah, that is, uh, that's terrible. And according to this, the number of vaccinated people who have died from COVID-19 represents a slight uptick since New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, and I love Governor Phil Murphy, said that, uh, inoculated people had died from coronavirus, according to the New Jersey advanced media. Uh, okay. I know that these people are going to die, All right. We know that they're going to, everybody, I don't know if you know this or not, but everybody dies. I know. I'm breaking it to you. I know. But everybody dies. Uh, But I thought that the point of getting vaccinated was you would not get COVID-19 and, or if you did, it would not be as bad. And now... It look, I know it's only 49 people. I got gotcha. you. The story is just 49 people. But it looks as though if you get fully vaccinated and you have underlying conditions and then you catch a new variant, which the vaccine isn't set up to fight, then you could still die from the virus, the coronavirus, COVID-19, the variant So, I mean, I don't want it. We've talked about it a bunch. If you want to get the vaccine, you should get it. But this concerted effort to get everyone the vaccine is really, man, I I don't know. And then I read the story about the people who, you know, had the vaccine and then they break through. They get to break through infections and those, and that kills them, which goes into a story that I heard a long time ago. About the studies that they did on the MRNA test. I, I I don't want to spread misinformation because I don't know that it's true. I'll, I, I'll preface it with, I don't know that it's true, but they talked about at one point how the MRNA testing was, uh, available. It did great for a couple of years and then it didn't do so good. So I, you know, I don't know. And then we, you know, I have the story that talks about, uh, three states now driving the pandemic. Okay. What states are driving the pandemic? Florida, Missouri, and Texas, huh? Florida, Missouri, and Texas. I wonder if we'll get any stories about people in Florida, Missouri, or Texas who didn't get vaccinated and now have COVID-19. Oh my gosh, here's a story of a lady from Missouri. Huh. How she didn't get the vaccine, didn't think it was worthy for her to get the vaccine. Now her and her husband have COVID-19 and she's begging everyone to get the vaccine. I know. I agree. I think that if I got COVID and I don't want it, I would tell you, geez, I should have got the vaccine. Maybe. Because I just, I don't know. I don't know. And if I get COVID... Uh, If it's anything, if I get the the bad, the bad brand of COVID, (laughs) it's all bad, Jeff. I know. But if I were to get the bad brand of COVID, I'd be, I might be lucky to come out of it. But I'm still in the hesitant pile of the vaccine. And I, I shouldn't be. I know. I know. I know. I know. I ask you. At one point a while ago to email me about uh, whether you were vaccinated and what you thought about it, and many of you did, and I thank you very much for the info. And I got an uh, overwhelming response. So you, if you want to tell me again, uh, you know, you can email com and let me know what you think and what you think now about uh, you know being vaccinated, the numbers going up. And they keep saying all these numbers are going up, but when you look at the chart of where we were and what is actually going up, I don't nice. know that it is. I mean, yes, yes. From where we were, the numbers are going up, but not anything close to what they were. So, is it panic porn? I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. I just, I just don't know. <laughs> the military is working on a anti-aging pill. According to the U.S. Special Operations Command, they are working on an anti-aging pill that could halt some naturally degenerative effects of aging. Okay, Uh, I'm a fan. No problem. Thank you. According to this, they've completed preclinical safety and dosing studies in anticipation of follow up performance testing next year in 2022 wow the pill involves a human performance small molecule that will be fashioned into a nutra nutricet- I can't even say the word nutraceutical nutra c e u t i c a l nutraceutical form both civilians and military personnel i can say it nutraceutical said it again huh. okay Fine. now apparently it uh, improves human performance and endurance and is uh, makes recovery from injury faster according to this the pharmaceutical manufacturer Astrazeneca who is not involved with this pill said it sounds a lot like a molecule with low molecular weight okay well I'm quoting AstraZeneca but they did have nothing to do with this particular drug. I don't know why that's in the story. But they talk about the pos- that what's in this is the molecule in question is something called uh, nicotamide and it's NAD+. Well, there's plenty of NAD plus stuff out there already. If that's what they're doing, if it's a booster from that, I mean, you can get the the NAD plus stuff, the true niogen, That's already out there. Um, which you know, I'm just saying you can get True niogen right now. <laughs> that's NAD plus booster, True niogen, It's available right now. So I'm not quite sure. I bet you it's got to be a little bit different than just the True niogen that I can pick up on Amazon Prime, but maybe not. Maybe it's the same stuff. I, I don't know. But anything that's gonna help, uh, you know, help you uh, recover from uh, injuries faster, help you perform better. And help halt some naturally degenerative effects of aging. I'm all for. <laughs> 100%. Well, Jeff, would you try the... Yes. Well, we want to make sure you're... Yes. Okay. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you know, I say that and then earlier I'm talking about, you know, the the vaccine. I See what I mean? I'm torn. I don't know. Stop. Leave me alone. Let's talk about mains food sovereignty act. Okay. They are passing a, uh, a bill that goes on the ballot in November. The bill's already passed. It goes off the ballot ballot in November. It's going to let Maine residents cultivate and harvest their own food as an inalienable, right? Um, I would say yes to that. I would say that that's America. Uh, you should be able to grow your own food on your property if you want to. I, I know the HOAs disagree with that. I do not. <laughs> no. I know that you know they say the bill's definitions clarify that individuals will still need to adhere to local and state food safety laws and be subject to qualifying meat and poultry licensing regulations, especially surrounding producer to consumer transactions. Oh, okay. So you, I can have my own chickens, I just can't sell them without you saying it's okay for me to sell them. Okay. Uh, LD 95 or the Maine food sovereignty act aims to strengthen the rights of Maine residents to grow and consume their own food. If it passes, the legislation would formally add in the Maine constitution that all individuals have a natural inherent and unalienable right to grow, raise, harvest, produce, and consume the food of their own choosing for their own nourishment, substance, body health, and well-being. How in the Lord's name is that not in every legislation in America? That is America. Amazing. We've come so far. We've come so far, and yet, and yet, so far away. I know there should be a, Somebody should sing a song or something about that. Wow, that makes me... Did you see where they... It makes me want to talk about finding the thumbprint (laughs) on the buttocks of a wax statue. Yeah, experts at a London museum believe they have found the fingerprint of Michelangelo. Right? A 500-year-old thumbprint on the butt of one of these wax statues that he created? You know, could it be his or could it be, you know, the guy that was moving it when it was done? I don't know. Did Michelangelo say, hey, Joey, why don't you push that over there for a little bit? I'm done. And uh, he put his thumbprint on it and then it's over. Uh, But it could be his, I guess. So they're looking forward to, you know, (sighs) finding out, I guess, if it's his. I don't know how they find out if it's his. So now I guess we just say, yep, that's his. Okay, now the wax figure uh, of a slave reportedly served as a model for a larger marble statue intended for the tomb of Pope Julius II at St. Peter's Basilica at the Vatican. Okay, so the full sized slave statue is found at the Galleria dell'Accademia in Florence. Okay. So this is just the one that, uh, you know, the fingerprint was found on the buttocks of a statue of a slave at the Victoria and Albert museum. So it was just the little guy that he was looking at for the big guy that has the thumbprint on, so it could be his. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Cause it was never intended to last, right? It was just him using it as a model. So, okay. I don't really like the idea of it being called a slave model though. Yeah, I don't. Okay. It hurts me to think that Michelangelo was using a slave model, even if it was a wax figure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I know he was born in 1475 and died in 1564, but still, still, I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, have you seen the new Sports Illustrated cover yet? I know, it's exciting. There's three three stars on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Yeah. So you can have your thirst quenched for the SI swimsuit issue. It's the most diverse group of women to date. It includes a slew of plus-size catwalkers and a 57-year-old stunner. That's the story. <laughs> yes, it's got uh, plus size catwalkers and a 57 year old stunner. Yay! And the cover, you know, the three stars on the cover you've got Naomi Osaga, you've got Megan the Stallion, which is the first rapper to appear on the cover of the issue, and Lena Bloom. And of course, you know Lena Bloom, the first trans woman. To appear in the issue and on the cover, I don't think that's the first trans woman to appear in the issue. Didn't uh, didn't uh, what's her face appear in the issue? Oh no, that was the Victoria's Secret model because we talked to uh, her, Um, Valentina, right? Valentina Sampaio from Brazil. Yeah, we talked to uh, we talked to her. She was the first trans for the Victoria's Secret model. So the Sports Illustrated is the first with their trans, but they're coming up way behind the old Victoria's Secret. <laughs> but congratulations to Naomi Osaka, Megan Thee Stallion, and Lena Bloom for gracing the cover of Sports Illustrated. Now, they were really bummed this year because they had to take all their sexy shoots here in the United States at the Hard Rock Hotel in California, Florida, and Atlantic City. They couldn't travel to an exotic locale. But hey, they covered all their bases. They did everything under CDC guidelines, and they took every precaution to keep everyone safe. So enjoy the new sports illustrated swimsuit edition because there is nothing more than i myself want to see than a slew of plus-size catwalkers and a 57 year old stunner right right